This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Was it sabotage? There is the possibility of actual sabotage. The shocking claim. What he says happened on the Alec Baldwin set. Then... Needle jitters. Now that they can get the COVID vaccine, how do you calm down a child who's about to get vaccinated? And under arrest, she stuffed her mother's body into a suitcase during vacation. Arrested the moment she landed in the USA for conspiracy to commit murder. But what's going to happen to her daughter? Then, glum-faced Joe. After the big election wake-up call. This is a very bad night for Joe Biden. A five-alarm fire. And seriously? Any minute now, the big reveal. Hundreds of QAnon followers waiting for the resurrection of JFK Jr. All those people thought JFK Jr. was coming to see them. Plus, police canine squads. They're supposed to take down bad guys. Why some canine squads are under fire. Why have so many people been bitten by police dogs here? And the school principal who's just gotta dance. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. As the investigation continues into the accidental deadly shooting on the set of the Alec Baldwin movie, a sinister explanation is being offered up by the attorney for the young armorer on the film. Is it possible that a disgruntled crew member slipped live ammo into a box that was supposed to only contain blanks? Les Trent with what's behind the stunning speculation. Was it sabotage? An attorney for Armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, is floating an astonishing theory. I believe there is the possibility of actual sabotage. Attorney Jason Bowles claims someone may have intentionally placed a live round in the box of dummies that Gutierrez-Reed used to load the gun that Alec Baldwin fired, accidentally killing his cinematographer. That's a pretty damning uh, allegation. Who would have placed a live round inside the the box of dummies. We're not ruling anybody out in our investigation. We're looking at everything. And there were people disgruntled on the set. They had walked off the day before. Hours before the fatal shooting, several crew members walked off the set, reportedly over safety concerns and hotel accommodations. Today, for the first time, Gutierrez-Reed's lawyer said his client was not inside the church when Baldwin opened fire because the armorer was off doing her other job as prop assistant. He claims A.D. David Halls was in possession of the gun. She was not in the church, and at that time, they were doing uh, what's called tech prep, 
So David Halls had the firearm. He was sitting in the pew when she left. He also says Gutierrez Reed had checked all chambers before handing the gun off to Halls. The armor did check it. She spun the rounds, uh, the cylinder for Mr. Halls. Mr. Halls then had the duty to check it and had to ensure before he handed it to somebody else. And he says it would be very difficult to have recognized a live round inside the chamber. This is an example, if you can see it, of a dummy round. Um, a dummy round, as you can see, has a projectile tip. It has a, a cylinder. Um, it has a primer. It, it resembles a, a real round. Hall's attorney has said it was not his duty to check the gun. The movie's costume designer came to Baldwin's defense. I am so sick of this narrative. I worked on this movie. The story being spun of us being overworked and surrounded by unsafe, chaotic conditions is bull blank. Baldwin must have appreciated what she had to say. He posted her rant on his Instagram page. But this camera assistant, who quit the day before the shooting, says safety concerns were ignored. Lax COVID policies, uh, the housing situation driving to and from Albuquerque, uh, and specifically gun safety, a lack of rehearsals. The movie's production company has previously said they never received an official complaint concerning weapon or prop safety. For every parent who's been desperate to get their child protected against COVID, today's a great day. Now that the FDA and CDC have given the go-ahead for kids ages 5 to 11 to get vaccinated. Now if they could just help kids get over their jitters about needles. Millions of kids are about to get a COVID vaccination shot. And it's fair to say a lot of them are not looking forward to it. 63% of children fear needles. It even has a name, trypanophobia. These youngsters in Hartford, Connecticut, were the first in the nation to get the shot late last night, moments after the CDC gave the green light. This brave girl is staying calm by holding her friend's hand. It's one of the many tricks kids can use to overcome their fear. It's also important to tell the truth to kids and be honest, be honest about what is going to happen and explain what is going to take place, prepare them. Other tricks? Try a distraction. A toy, a book, uh, a beloved comfort, uh, stuffed animal, uh, or it can be electronics. It can be an iPad. It can be a phone. Six-year-old Elise Langvin squeezed her favorite toy tight as she got her shot today. <laughs> She was not happy, but the promise of a treat made it a little better. How about some ice cream? Another tip, use numbing cream or a topical pain patch. It numbs the injection site. Don't expect long lines at your doctor's office. Just 27% of parents say they will vaccinate their kids right away. 33% are going to wait and see. 5% say only if required. And 30%, almost one-third, say no how, no way. Roughly 800 children have died from COVID here in the United States. The American woman who spent six years in a jail in Bali for the murder and dismemberment of her mother is back stateside. But that freedom was short-lived. Just as soon as Heather Mack landed in her hometown of Chicago, she was greeted by federal agents and put back behind bars. Jim Murray explains. Just hours after this video was taken, heiress Heather Mack was arrested when she landed at O'Hare Airport in Chicago today. The charge? Conspiracy to commit murder in a foreign country. 
arrest followed Heather's deportation from Bali, where she was released for good behavior after serving seven years as an accessory to murder and stuffing her mom's body into a suitcase during their vacation on the island paradise. As seen in this DailyMail.com video, Heather was accompanied by her six-year-old daughter Stella, who was born behind bars. The international journey started in Bali, then Jakarta, Seoul, South Korea, to her final destination, Chicago, where Heather grew up. I spoke to Heather's lawyer, Brian Claypool. She will likely be behind bars for at least six months until we can try to have the charges thrown out. Inside Edition has learned that the original plan was for Heather Mack and her daughter to fly from Bali to Los Angeles and then to come here to Beverly Hills, where her attorney had arranged a home for them to live in temporarily. But her lawyer says U.S. law enforcement authorities had other ideas. I get a phone call, hey, federal authorities have gotten involved, the FBI's involved. They're diverting Heather and her child, Stella, to Chicago. Heather and her daughter were accompanied on the deportation flight by the foster mom who has been raising Stella. Do you think that Stella is the real victim here? It is heartbreaking. Kia Walker is the mother of Heather Mack's boyfriend, Tommy Schaefer, who's serving 18 years for the slaying in Bali. I want custody of my granddaughter. Stella has family here. She has me. Today in federal court, Heather Mack pled not guilty. Her daughter, Stella, staying with the foster mother who was caring for her while her mom was incarcerated. Maybe an off-cycle election, but the results of yesterday's votes in some key states may portend a rough road ahead for President Biden. Democratic candidates had a rough night in places the party easily won just a year ago. Certainly not the outcome President Biden had hoped for. America is fed up, and voters seem to have taken their grievances to the polls last night. Voters across the country making the voices heard loud and clear last night. Virginia voters gave Republican newcomer Glenn Youngkin a stunning victory over Democrat Terry McAuliffe. It was a very tough night of election results for the Democrats and a major victory for the Republicans. Virginia voters sending a big message to Democrats. President Biden looked glum when he arrived back to the White House from the climate summit in Scotland. He was asked about the election today. One of the sacred rights we have is to be able to go out and cast our votes. And remember that we all have an obligation to accept the legitimacy of these elections. Thank you all so much. For in New Jersey, around. a nail biter. Democrat Governor Phil Murphy was expected to easily win in the blue state. But he and Republican challenger Jack Cittarelli are neck and neck. This is a sonic boom of a wake-up call for Democrats. In a post-Trump or neo-post-Trump era, if you have center-right agenda and President Trump is not part of the conversation, suburbans, voters are gettable for Republicans. And last night, sports and politics collided once again as the Atlanta Braves won the World Series. The city was stripped of its chance to host the MLB All-Star Game over the summer following Georgia's controversial voting law. Last night, the Atlanta Braves won the World Series in Houston, which is, you know, a delicious irony given the fact that Major League Baseball took away the All-Star Game from Atlanta. And now a moment that underscores just how wacky QAnon theories can be. A bizarre gathering at the Knoll where President Kennedy was assassinated, not to commemorate his passing, but to await the second coming of his late son, John Kennedy Jr. Here's Stephen Fabian. 
Hundreds gathered at the spot in Dallas where John F. Kennedy was assassinated 58 years ago this month. Any minute now, the big reveal. They're followers of the conspiracy movement QAnon, but this may be their wackiest theory of all. They are waiting for a miracle, the appearance of JFK's son, who lost his life in a plane crash in 1999. They expected him to join a new Trump administration as vice president. These guys believe JFK Jr.'s death was faked, and he's not the only celebrity they think isn't really dead. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's coming back. Michael Jackson. He's not. Robin Williams. They camped out for hours on the grassy knoll overlooking the assassination scene. The crowd waited for 12.30 p.m., the moment the first shot was fired. It is almost 12.29, any minute now. Of course, JFK Jr. didn't show. Some moved on to a Rolling Stones concert in Dallas, claiming Keith Richards is JFK Jr. in disguise. Oren Siegel is an extremist expert with the Anti-Defamation League. He says as crazy as they sound, it's a mistake to just laugh them off. So are they disappointed now that, oh man, bummer, JFK Jr. didn't show up after all? They're not going to be dissuaded uh, from their beliefs because, you know, it didn't happen this time. They will find other dates on the calendar. Jimmy Kimmel couldn't resist such an easy target. Some of these bananas were saying John F. Kennedy Sr. was going to show up too, which JFK was born in 1917. Even if he was alive, he'd be 104 years old. <laughs> Why not bring back Abraham Lincoln, too, while we're at it? Now talk about a showstopper. That lady in the orange is the high school principal doing some smooth moves with the marching band during homecoming. Look who's taking the field. Believe it or not, that's a school principal in an orange sequined mini dress. Principal Marie Hodigan made a surprise appearance at Piper High School's big homecoming game in Sunrise, Florida. And boy, did she bring her school spirit. Principal Hodigan nailed every move. And the crowd went absolutely wild. Last year, we didn't have a homecoming. So this year, I wanted it to be big. I wanted it to be exciting. I will never be as good as them, but I can at least go out there and give it my best effort. Just wait for the big finale. <laughs> Not sure she needed help getting up. We'll be right back. Next, police canine squads. They're supposed to take down bad guys. Okay. Why some canine squads are under fire. Why have so many people been bitten by police dogs here? Plus. Super excited to try this. The magic dress. How it can trim inches off your waist by optical illusion. I feel like it really did the trick. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. We'll be right back. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Urban Outfitters, Fenty Beauty, and Expedia, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Store 
stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cashback. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Canine units are important tools for a police department, but questions have been raised about how some departments have utilized their four-legged members. Lisa Guerrero reports, and we should warn, some of this video is intense. Drop the weapon, or I send the dog. They're trained to attack at a moment's notice. Police dogs running down suspects in a matter of seconds. Takes them down right there. Time and again, we've seen their courage under fire. Canine dogs shot in the line of duty, taking a bullet for their human partners. But now some canine units are coming under fire. Get on the ground, you're gonna get bit. In Salt Lake City, police were responding to a domestic violence call when Jeffrey Ryan says the dog clamped down on his leg for 30 agonizing seconds. Ryan says he was already on his knees with his hands in the air when a police officer ordered his dog to attack. I'm pretty much scarred from Oh my god. From here all the way to here. The officer was arrested and charged with aggravated assault. He's denied any wrongdoing. Look at my neck. This is where the dog just grabbed me and slung me around. Richard Bailey says he's lucky to be alive after police officers in Lafayette, Indiana, ordered their dog to attack while he was on the ground. The officers were responding to a 911 call about a man allegedly drinking and attacking three people. But Bailey's attorney says her client was already on the ground with his hands behind his back when the dog was unleashed. You can see the dog gnawing on his neck. He doesn't have a chance to defend himself, to protect himself, and for 37 seconds they let that happen. They let that dog rip at his throat. The officers were cleared of any wrongdoing by a special prosecutor, and the chief of police says Bailey was resisting arrest. But nowhere has the problem been as bad as right here in Indianapolis. Police here are accused of unleashing their dogs on dozens of unarmed suspects, many of them involved in low-level crimes like shoplifting or driving without a license. A Pulitzer Prize-winning investigation by the Indianapolis Star exposed how police dogs in Indianapolis had bitten more than 240 suspects in a three-year period. That's more bites than units from 11 major cities combined. Hi, Chief Taylor. I'm Lisa Guerrero with Inside Edition. We caught up with Chief Randall Taylor. Why have so many people been bitten by police dogs here more than in any other police department in the country? That's a false narrative, Chief. Come on. The chief walked away. 
The Indianapolis Police Department says their officers acted within the law and credits their canine unit for capturing dangerous criminals. They say they do plan on reforming policies, including no longer deploying dogs on suspects in misdemeanor cases. When we come back, can the magic dress really take inches off your waistline? Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Put on some pandemic pounds? The magic dress may help. It's the magic dress that appears to cut inches off your waistline. Watch as her waist shrinks right before your eyes with just a tug of the belt. This video's now gone viral. Need that kind of magic in my life, goes one social media comment. The dress by Fashion Nova retails for $24, and it's all in optical illusion. The body-hugging fabric and flattering pattern help create the smaller waist illusion. I'm going to do what she did in the video. Now women are posting videos videos of themselves trying to achieve the look. She basically just ties it and it kind of like does that. All right, what do we think? Did it like give the illusion? Social media influencer Lauren Wolf gave it a spin. I feel like it really did the trick. I think what it is is this seam here, it just makes your waist look like it ends here maybe and it like gives the illusion of more of an hourglass figure. Love it. And from a trick of the eye to the catch of the day, next. Nice catch. Holy mackerel. This is a big one. This is a big one. Little Annie from Alabama just hooked what she thinks is the catch of her life. Uh-oh. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.